Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Tanya, what are you eating? I was eating um, a little bit of grape and cashews. I like combining my nuts and fruit. Yes, I read that it's actually beneficial to combine your fruits with nuts. Yeah, I didn't read that. I just like the the flavor of it. Oh, well, you're doing good for yourself. Nutty. Yeah. How are you, sis? I am good, and I'm almost unpacked at my house, which is like freeing almost, but not really. You know, I, I found when I moved, Sissy just moved into a new place. I found when I moved, like, I get a certain phase of boxes done fast, and then I trickle a whole other phase. Thank you. Yeah, I, you're welcome. The same thing happened to us. We were, like, it seemed like a perfect like home. You're, you're, right, you're motivated to start, and then you just trickle. We were all done, and then all of a sudden, it was like this, this other round of boxes that were in the garage that we still had to unpack, and now all of those are still, like, I'm basically just shoving them into my office. Some will never get unpacked. Some will just know. stay. They will just stay. It's like picture up. frames. I'm like, I don't have a shelf to put these on, and so I don't know mm. when. Uh, this is actually my last week in my apartment. End of an era. And then where do you go? Just to be clear, to Robbie's house. How are you now? About are that? you still going to gonna call it house? Robbie's house? No, actually, and it's so funny because I'm trying to I'm trying to correct myself and both of us because we always, I always just say Robbie's house or like your house, and I'm trying to say our house more. Ooh. Well, that's going to be exciting. <laughs> I had a big night last night. I realized that uh, my toenails are. I, so I was running on the treadmill. Oh during God, my where is the sentence going? <laughs> well, I was working out last night. And I was running, and my toes were hurting inside my shoe. And I'm like, why are my toes hurting? Well, my nails are like cutting into my toes while I'm running. That's a thing. Oh my God, Shrek. So I went to CVS, and <laughs> I could not find toenail clippers. So I had to ask the guy at CVS for. And you know, it's very well lit in there. Yeah. And so I'm, you know trying to be subtle and discreet about toenail clippers. It's one of those things that I don't know if you've had to ask for something you feel uncomfortable asking for, but I was not so brave and wanting to be shown where they were, but I couldn't find them. So he pointed them out to me. We had a couple awkward moments together. And then as I was walking to pay for the toenail clippers, which came in a two-pack, toenail and fingernail. Yeah, that's great. So figured I'd get them both. What a bargain. I stopped and I bought some new toothpaste. Like some cool new toothpaste. I thought it was going to be like really cool that I buy it. Charcoal toothpaste. You ever bought this? No, I've oh, tried yeah. it. It's not for me. Well, it makes your mouth and your tongue and your teeth black. Nah. Yeah. But it's supposed to clean them, but yet 
I had to brush my teeth this morning and then take a washcloth to wash them off. Uh, what are you, like, what are we doing? Not so cool. I mean, I'm sure it's good for you. Maybe like there. I mean, I know there's benefits, but I don't. I, I, I just like psychologically, I can't see my mouth completely charcoaled in yeah. the morning before I take off for work. But can you see it on my teeth? Or they're fine. They're they look they're fine. clean. I had, to, I had to wash this stuff off. Yeah, not for me. Ryan's roses this morning after seven. So let me just tell you if you want a snapshot of what it's going to be, and you can be here. They are good friends with another couple, but the fear is that half of those couples may now be more than that. Yikes. Look at that. It is a yikes. At what point in your relationship do you stumble upon a yikes? This is a relationship yikes. 740. Going to do that. And we have Kiss FM Jingle Ball presented by Capital One tickets after 7 o'clock as well. So in what contextualized delivery are today's horoscopes of the week. These are just our standard how your week's looking. Okay. So if you're going through something this week or you're excited about something this week, anxious about something this week, think about these words and see how it may navigate you. Yeah, exactly. Look at you. you okay. Yes, I am proud. Thank We're going to start with Aries. This week, be careful not to borrow from Peter to pay Paul. Your week is a 7.0. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> Honestly, I... <laughs> it means be, watch your spending. <laughs> Don't just take from one pocket to the other pocket. Yeah. Be careful not to borrow from Peter to pay Paul, no, you, because you, then you just have to pay Peter honestly, back. Honestly, that expression has confused me for a lifetime. Right. And when really you repeat have, it, it doesn't explain it no, again. No, it doesn't. You didn't explain it by telling us the I'm same saying, thing. Don't borrow from Peter to pay Paul because you're just going to have to pay um, Peter back too. If I'm an Aries, I'm passing. I Next. know. Thanks. Your week is a 7.0. Okay. Taurus. Well, here's another one. You can fan the flames of hope and inspire yourself. Your week is a 9.0. Great. Gemini, you need to move slowly and carefully about your week. You will accomplish a lot more. Chinese <laughs> very owner like possessive about the he's she's like that was great good job sister. thank you because i wrote these your week is 8.0 gemini cancer you are far more prepared than you ever realize your week is an 8.6 leo there's been a personal matter that's been bothering you take the time this week to settle your week is 8.0 so that's the thing like if you're a leo and that is happening with you and you hear that you do believe the universe is speaking to you yes exactly. i think so virgo work with with what you have today instead of waiting on what you wish you had. Your week is a 7.5. Libra, you must make a decision today, but once you do, life will get easier and more rewarding. Your week is 8.2. Scorpio, finish that work project today and stop putting it off. Your week is a 7.7. Sagittarius, you are being delayed in a major way in life, but a delay isn't always a bad thing. Mm. Your week is 8.6. Interesting. Capricorn, listen up. You have a change in your life that calls for a celebration. Take time to do just that. Well, I'm a Capricorn. I'm going to think about that, and I'm going to believe that you guys are right on it this week. Well, your week is an 8.0. What do you have coming on to celebrate? I don't, but I'm going to think about it. Let's think about it. Okay, Aquarius, you have to work with someone who doesn't understand you. Be kind. Your week is a 9.0. Pisces, you may need to apologize for something you've done. Don't let your ego get in the way. Your week is a 6.9. Honestly, Pisces, my advice with a 6.9, apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just say I'm sorry and let's kick that thing up to an 8. All right, your horoscopes for the week. Now, if anybody's listening, getting married soon, they've got the uh, DJ number one song that people want to hear at the reception, according to streaming numbers. And it is one that does it for me. Actually, train, I trained to this one. I wait trained to this one. Oh, I trained to oh, this one. okay. This song is the number one song on wedding playlists. Oh, it does it for oh. all generations. You, something tells me Tanya wasn't thinking I about this. I love her. I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, this so is it. Good. Because parents, kids, everybody can get out to that one. Tells you what to do. It, it does. <laughs> it narrates the next move yeah. for the reception. <laughs> well, that's it. Now, Tiny, you are the next person in line. That's right. To get married here. You know what's on my list for my wedding? For the reception? Yes. 
Little boo thing. Little boo thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew it. Let me tell you. That actually, if you were getting married, well, it raises the question. Will this song still be on top of the charts at your wedding? I don't care because I'm still going to use it. (laughs) This should be your first song for like when you want everyone to start dancing. Yeah, I want to be the first one out. Like, boom. To get everyone on the dance floor. Yeah. And then the DJ should mix Mine in the was, original. Mine um, was DNC Music or, or CNC Music Factory. Everybody dance now. Everybody dance now. And then wow. 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 wow! Wow! You've been married a long time. I thought you said DNCE. I was like, "Cake by the Ocean." No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. She's, I, she's been married a long time. <laughs> okay, it wasn't because it was it came out that year. It's just a classic. That's a compliment. Yeah. You don't want to have just gotten married at DNCE's breakthrough. <laughs> I think or maybe it was like that year when it came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, today's quote: "The intention is to arrive." Can you put Boothing <laughs> down for a second? Tell Paul to be quiet. Tell, tell Boothing uh, down a little bit. I can't think. The intention is to arrive at a place where you no longer have the urge to escape. Ooh. Isn't that the goal? Like your job. Do you have the urge to escape in the last hour of this show ever, anybody? Not ever, not no. once, not on, Then let's uh, all no. stay on longer with Sissini. Yeah, stay with me, guys. <laughs> Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were spotted holding hands for the first time since their whirlwind romance took the world by storm. The pair grabbed dinner at Nobu in New York City on Saturday night, just hours before they both made surprise appearances on SNL. Governor Gavin Newsom signed a new law Friday to make low-income Mexican residents living near the border eligible for in-state tuition rates at certain community colleges. The legislation applies to low-income Mexican who live within 45 miles of the California-Mexico border and want to attend a participating community college in SoCal. And Death Valley National Park reopened yesterday after a record rain from Tropical Storm Hillary led to the longest closure in park history. For the first time in nearly two months, visitors will be able to explore many of the park's most popular attractions, including Dante's View, and many of the campgrounds will also be open as well. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Monday here just after 7 a.m. on the West Coast. And in a little bit, we will talk about what we have to talk about here in Taylor Swift and Travis and all of that. Oh, oh yeah. SNL is still, all these years, it's the coolest place to be to go, it really right? It is. Even if you don't watch it, you just watch the clips. Well, they nail yeah. it every time. Do you watch it or do you watch the clips? I usually see the clips. I saw, This weekend, I saw the clips. I, but I usually clips. do watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's great to watch, mm-hmm. too. And it's such a, it's just such a, legendary franchise season 49 of saturday night live well so wild everybody heard and i knew that tanya wanted to like sign on yesterday to do a show because of all of the taylor news and the the appearances and the hand-holding and the dinners over the weekend and the reporting that you've got coming up right i sure do Mm -hmm. what are you going to dive into i'm going to dive into what makes travis kelsey different from taylor's past lovers how do you know what her past lovers were like? Uh, what do you mean? Because I've been a Swifty since like 2004. <laughs> it's just the way it was phrased. It was very strange to me. Oh, because her past lovers, it's like a nod to, you know, uh, Blank Space. Yeah. Got a long you, list of ex-lovers. Know, speaking of lyrics, do you know what we're about to do? Yes, we, we are going to finish the lyric right now. I am so excited for this because this is a very challenging song for me to sing considering my vocal quality and tone. Oh. Yeah, my you're very diction. your voice is very deep this morning. Well, yeah, I grew over the weekend. Well, good for you. Oh. <laughs> in, in the in the belly. <laughs> uh all right, so let's get going here with tickets to our sold out jingle ball presented by Capital One Wendy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh my god, I'm nervous. I'm you are nervous? Don't be nervous. Yeah. This is uh it's it's pretty simple. I will basically start this very popular song. If you can finish the lyric, you are going to our sold out jingle ball presented by Capital One, okay? Yes. Here we go, oh Wendy. God. Finish the lyric. Ooh, what a mesmerizing, paralyzing, tragic little thrill. Can't figure out just how you do it, and God knows I never will. Went for me and not for her. I don't know. I didn't caught it. <laughs> yeah, because there's a key change there. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, yeah, you like. I mean, you. There's a key yeah, change I mean, there. Kind a couple of, key changes. Kind of butchered it a little. No, no, no. There's a key change there that was actually quite nuanced. 
Do you have? Do you know the lyric there? <laughs> I mean, if I did it perfectly, it'd be too easy. So I wanted to throw you off a little bit. But for this song, for Eminem, or no, this is for tickets to our Jingle Ball presented by Capital One. Did you know that the end of that song there? You know, but the song is the one for Eminem because I hear the the song like really loud. Oh, all right. Oh, oh turn delay. down your radio. She's on delay. She's on the app. Oh yeah, listen, listen through your phone. That's what you got to do. Do you know the lyric that I just sang? No. Oh. So All sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to us. Let me go to Amy. Amy, good morning. How are you? Hi. Good morning. How are you? Well, I feel like Amy knows this yeah. already based on the way she asked how yeah. I am. I'm great. I'm. I'm hoping. I don't know. It sounds kind of. Well, it sounds great. I know you. That's what you're gonna say. Let me walk oh. you right up to it. Here we go. And I, I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna give it a little spin so it's not too easy. Okay. Oh, what a mesmerizing, paralyzing, tragic little thrill! Can't figure out just how you do it, and God knows I never will. Went for me and not her. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh! Please don't make me do this again. I don't know. Because you're like changing it. We just, guys, I mean, look back a few minutes ago here. Yeah, no, I mean, you're you're adjacent of how how it should be sung. I'm Beverly Hills Post Office right now. (laughs) Yes, exactly. For this song. Myra? (laughs) But if I did it, Sisney, honestly, if I did it like I really could, it'd be too easy. Myra, good morning. Oh, is that your excuse? Good morning. (laughs) How are you? Doing great. I'm here with my daughter. Oh my gosh! Did... Together. Okay. okay, great. What's your daughter's name? Teamwork. Ileana. Hi, Ileana. It's Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. How are you? Good. You ready for your chance to get Jingle Ball tickets? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start the song. If you can finish it when I stop, you win. Okay, Ileana. Okay. Here we, here we go. Oh, what a mesmerizing, paralyzing, tragic little thrill. Can't figure out just how you do it, and God knows I never will. Went for me and not for her. Because, girls, your age no better. I've made some real <laughs> and I are on the same wavelength. We're on the same page. That is correct. You nailed it. I'm going to try and play it for you right here so we can prove it. There it is. And Myra, congratulations. Nice. Teamwork, mother-daughter duo. So cute. Do you know you're going to go see her now in concert? Yes, thank you. You're so very welcome. Thank you guys for listening to Speechless. us. <laughs> but she was, she was lyric full. Speechless, yeah, but lyric full. Congratulations. That was awesome. Thank you. You guys hang on one second. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's fun. Well, I know wow. what your issue was. What? The you, key change? You, you sped it up too much. Well, she speeds up. No, no you like she actually... The, you changed the melody. Hers wasn't so fast as how yours... She, uh, uh, you went too guys, fast. Guys, with all due respect, I... I mean, it would have been easier if I got the "Cause girls your age know better" lyric, because that's an easier well, one to sing. Well, that's just one line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you woke up this morning, did you know you'd have that much fun? Uh... We have talked on the show before about foster youth in Southern California and the struggles that foster youth face when they, as you say, age out of the system. So there's a 17-year-old. This is a great story. There's a 17-year-old named Layla Taranchi, high schooler from Brentwood. She decided to do something about it. She decided to basically build and launch an app to address this issue. She launched an app called Foster Buddy. Good morning, Layla. It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you as well. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Of course. We want to know more about why you decided to launch this app. So I'm a part of a foster family, and I also run a 501c3 um, foster youth nonprofit called Coco's Angels based in Los Angeles. And in the past several years, I've witnessed significant flaws in our current system, especially with regards to helping foster youth stay on their feet after they turn 18. 
So while interviewing and taking portraits of foster youth for a coffee table book last year, it dawned on me that we were failing a significant population of underserved youth and youth who deserved a chance at having reliable mentors who needed supportive um, role models in their lives to help keep them on track. And I thought to myself, what better way to help foster youth than to connect them with a mentor and what better way of helping society see foster youth potential than encouraging them to become mentors. So just directed at everyone who's interested in becoming a mentor, imagine the impact that you truly can have on someone who has no one to turn to and imagine how much just a little commitment can do for someone who truly needs your help. I vote for you for president. When are you running? (sighs) (laughs) It's so, I mean, just listening to you, you're recognizing an issue, you, you being obviously familiar with the system, addressing it and executing it. It's so very impressive at 17 years old. What's been the response since you've launched Foster Buddy? So just to give um, a little background about what Foster Buddy is, Foster Buddy is an app that matches foster youth who are aging out of the system with adult mentors across diverse professional fields. And so when foster youth no longer get support or resources from the state or county welfare system, that's where Foster Buddy steps in. I think a lot of the response, especially for mentors, is a common theme I see with a lot of people who really want to help and make an impact but truly just don't know how. I think the message I would give to the listeners out there and the response I've gotten from a lot of mentors is that it doesn't matter who you are, everyone truly can help. And I think we live in a world where we make so many excuses as to why we can't do something, but what if we just tried to give an hour of our of our time every week or maybe even two? And what if we put ourselves in the shoes of someone who didn't have anyone in their lives getting them, giving them guidance? So I think Foster Buddy doesn't just transform the lives of foster youth, but it also transforms the lives of our mentors who expressed, expressed um, repetitively how much our app has already changed them too. And if someone's listening right now and they want to be a mentor, what can they do? So essentially the first thing I would say is to simply go onto the app store, search up Foster Buddy and start creating creating an account. And so far we've welcomed um, educators, medical professionals, lawyers, producers, web designers, and tech industry experts um, onto Foster Buddy. But you, in any, by any means, do not have to have a medical degree or a JD to become a Foster Buddy mentor. So we welcome everyone. We ensure that each person has a thorough background check with an in-app third-party background check service. And then we help pair um, foster youth with mentors based on interests, experiences, and career goals. So it truly doesn't matter what your profession is. Foster Buddy can help um, find an emancipated foster youth who will benefit from the role you can play in their life. Layla Taranchi, 17 years old, a student that recognized this issue in the system. And it's just really, it's, it's impressive. It's incredible. What do you want to do in 10 years? Oh, my God. I wanted to ask the exact same question, you, you Ryan. Can, you can ask it. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in 10 years, Layla? So I see myself stepping into the realm of policy and being able to tangibly make this change and be the change that I see, like want to create in this system. And I think for me, a lot of people ask me what my dream for Foster Buddy is. And although it would be ideal for every foster youth to be logged onto the app as soon as they turn 18, my goal isn't just that, but it's just for foster youth to know that they have this as a crutch to fall back on. So even if they choose not to use it, it's so important to just allow foster youth to know that there are people that truly care for them because once they turn 18, they truly do not have anyone. Yeah. So just knowing that they have this as a crutch to fall back on is the most important thing. Yeah, you still need that guidance at 18. Exactly. I'm blown away. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) I'm blown away. Well, thank you, Leda, for coming on. It's so nice to meet you Uh, and continued success. And again, when you decide to run for president, please come back. We're in. (laughs) I will. I will. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm blown away by the poise the the execution um all, just everything that she said mm-hmm. it's really that's like touched my heart it's right. very very needed and impressive all of it and she'll be eligible to run in 2042 so get ready wow fantastic 
It's time for Ryan's Roses here. 102.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. Thanks for listening to us. Let me bring up Camila right now in Torrance. I want to get into it because a lot of people are listening to this. It's a very, obviously, unsettling and concerning issue. Camila, thank you for reaching out to us. So, as I understand it here from your email, you're friends with a couple named Matt and Leah. And Matt, the husband of this couple, called you the other day to tell you he believes that his wife is sleeping with your husband. Is that right? Yes. So, what makes him call you to say that? Why does he believe that? Um, well, he, he basically said he came home the other day and he saw um, my husband leaving his house and he said my husband was a bit weird about it. Um, he kind of just waved at him and, and kept going and it was awkward. You know, we're friends, so it's awkward that he didn't really say anything. Um, and bottom line is I, I'm sorry. Uh, bottom line is that I, I thought it was strange too, you know, and I asked my husband about it and he says that he thought our child left their hoodie there. Um, he went to go and he saw that it wasn't Charlie, our daughter's hoodie. Um, so he obviously left with nothing. That sounded strange to me. So, you know, um, it's not out of context. You know, it's not, it's not iffy if, if they're cheating or not. You know, it's, it's strange. Hmm. Well, look, just the fact that this couple close to you, he, the husband, comes to you with anything would... I mean, it would really up, upset anybody. So, it would mean that right. like the husband's already thinking the worst of his wife to yeah. have those thoughts initially, exactly. and then he got a gut feeling when he saw your husband leaving the house. Yeah, you know, for for my husband to leave the house and not say anything at all doesn't make much sense. Right. We're about to call Camilla's husband in a Ryan's Roses phone call. They're close to another couple named Matt and Leah. And Matt called Camilla and said, I think that your husband, Camilla, is sleeping with my wife, Leah. Oh, gut-wrenching. I mean, things led up to this. And so he, as, as Sisney pointed out, he thinks the worst of his wife and the worst of her husband that they're hooking up right. behind everybody's back. And this is a couple that they know. So we're going to call Camilla's husband now and see what we can find out. Camilla, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then your husband's name on KISS FM. Ryan, you have my permission to call my husband on KISS FM. We are going to do that right now. Be very quiet. Let's see what we can find out. We're listening for the name that he sends roses to. You have Camilla, then you have Leah. Leah is this other woman that's married to Matt that's a close couple's friend. Of Camilla and her husband. So here we go, Camilla. Good luck. Thank you. Hello. Hi, is this Steve? It is. Hi, my name is Kimberly. I'm calling from Diamond Flowers. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. Well, you know, we yeah, deliver... In Torrance, the South Bay, parts of LA and OC, and since you are local here in Torrance, we're offering a promotion for you today of a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They're absolutely free. I don't need any cash, any billing info or credit card info from you. Um, it's just a promotion that we do about once a week, just trying to promote our new business, and we can send them out by lunchtime today. Just need the name of the person you want to send them to and a note. This is completely free, you said. Completely free. Um... Okay. Uh, uh, what'd you say you need? Uh, we can start with the name. We can start with the note. And then we'll get all the... Um, yeah, we can get the delivery address after that. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? Um, send them to Leah. L-E-A. Leah. Okay. Um, and you know, I have different type of cards here. We have birthday cards, anniversary cards, love cards. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you. Would this be like romantic? As I have ones that have like hearts around the border. 
No, no, not the romantic one. Uh, definitely not. And actually, this part's really important to me. Please make sure my name is not anywhere on this. Okay, just just say it's from a friend. Well, what would you like to put on the card? Uh, um, j- just from a friend. That's it. So, Leah, from a friend? Yes. Steve, your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that I've got your wife, Camilla, on the line. Explain to Camilla right oh. now, right now, why you're sending Leah roses from you, the friend. What, I don't understand. I, I don't think I should. What's I'm on the radio. On? This is not the place for me to talk about that. Look, I couldn't agree with you more, but Steve, Camilla got a call from Leah's husband, Matt, about the two of you guys hooking up behind their back. What's mm-hmm. going on? Everybody knows. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am not. I'm not. No, no. You got it all wrong, man. Is, uh, is Camilla on the line here? Is she here? I am. What is going on? Hey, hon. Nothing is going on. Oh, this is ridiculous. I, I can explain this to you if you just give me a little time. It's, it's a little hairy. I can't really do it no, no, here, No, look, though. Steve, come on. Please stop spinning us right now. Your wife got I'm a not. call from your your wife got a call from your friend Matt about his wife and you. Just explain what's right. going on. There are a lot of details she'll tell you about later. She already told us about about why mm-hmm. everyone thinks the two of you are hooking up. Yeah, what's going on? Matt knows now. Okay, look, look. Here it is. Um, God, I didn't want to have to do this, but I don't want you thinking I'm cheating, babe, because I'm not. Oh. So what are you doing? Matt is the one who's cheating on his wife. Matt's cheating oh. on his wife. Steve, explain to us what you're talking about. Uh, just look, she. Why were I'm you trying to help my buddy out here by keeping this private? But now you put me on blast. Our friend Matt is cheating on his wife, and so Leah knows it. Leah knows what? it. So, so Matt's calling your wife to blame you because he knows he's the one at fault. Yeah. Does Matt know that you know? Yeah, Matt knows. I know it. He was trying to cover his own butt. I mean, basically, and I guess by maybe creating another by creating another crisis outside of his own as a smokescreen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. Not a great friend move. But no, not at all. But, but, but get see, rid of these people. Why, were you, why are you spending what were you time over there? Yeah, why were you at Leah's house? Why were you there? We know you were there. She said that she has evidence. And she wanted to talk to me about it. Why you? Why, you? Why, Why not, not Camilla? Both yeah, you. both of you. So sketch. I, you'll have to ask her. I don't, I don't buy know. it, dude. Why did... Why didn't you say anything to me? I don't buy it. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense, Steve. Why would you not confide in your wife if the two of you go over there together to talk to Lee about this? Because this didn't involve her until now. There's nothing going on behind my wife's back. I would never I'm cheat on my wife. wife. I love her. It involves you. It involves me. Yeah. It is all going Wait on behind your wife's back. I don't understand. I, Why wouldn't you say something to me? Mm-hmm. The minute you got home. Because I was trying to keep this under wraps for my buddy. Okay. That, I was trying to follow bro code, I guess. I don't know. It was stupid. So bro code, code is more important than telling your wife and look where you ended up. I think you made the wrong priority choice. Yeah. Um, look, Camilla, you know what you know from this call and you know who you need to speak he's- to next and you should do it quickly. And thank you both for coming on. I wish you good luck. By the way, he's not following bro code if he's going to visit the bro's wife. And sending her flowers. That's not bro code. And I don't think bro code should be in front of your wife's flowers. code. Good God. Steve, don't come Something's down on right. us. Like, last thing we want to do is be here in this moment. I got that. Are you serious? We're going to let you go. We're going to let you go. Okay. So imagine two couples are friends. Mm-hmm. Here's the Ryan's Roses that you missed. Imagine two couples are friends. I actually have to write down the names. Right. It's Steve and Camila. They're married. Okay. And Matt and Leah are married. Are married. Okay, so Matt, the friend, called calls Camila, Camila and says, hey, your husband Steve, Steve is cheating with my wife, Leah. Leah. But then right? when we confronted Matt, he said, no, 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 no. It's actually Matt who's no, cheating. No, we confronted Steve about oh, yeah, Matt. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's can... actually Matt who's cheating on Leah, and Leah knows, and Matt was calling, uh, what's her name, Camila. Right. As a smokescreen to yeah. take the attention off of Matt cheating on Leah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, these are my notes, and it looks just like a, a football play. Yeah, I need a break from all this. I need a break from it. Help me, Paul Russell. I need a break from it. It's too complicated, and it's mind-numbing. It's, mind it's because it's not the truth. 
So, all right. Anyway, um, we get him on the phone. He throws his friend under the bus and says, no, he's telling you I'm cheating because he's cheating. He's trying to take the attention off of himself. Right. But we knew that Steve was over at Leah's and Matt's house doing something. What? Why? Well, apparently Leah was confiding in Steve about Matt's infidelity, but not Camilla. Which is so weird. Right. Honestly, if you're following this, you deserve an award. <laughs> if you're listening and you follow this, you deserve a prize. So I'm going to give Jenny something. <laughs> Jenny, good morning in Wilmington. Hey, good morning. Okay. Did you, did so you follow all that? Options. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. I followed it. <laughs> Well, there you're okay. going to not spare oh, scary farm. I'm giving you tickets. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're going to not scary farm because you followed it. Congratulations. Now, what's your theory? Okay, all right. There's two things here. You're either cheating or you're cheating and lying. I don't know. It's also crazy. It's lying. It's like so. Keeping it from your wife is totally lying. So I actually think that Leah was just actually trying to confuse everything and just make it so that they could hook up and cover up every, everything. They were just trying to be really sneaky. So who's sleeping with who? Steve and Leah. Steve, Steve and Leah, Leah, yeah. So they're going covert yeah, no, it's, it's, on this whole other operation as a smokescreen. Total smokescreen, absolutely. Well, Jenny, let me tell you. They're celebrating 50 years. Of never-ending nightmares, select dates at Not Scary Farm, <laughs> and you are going because you followed that Ryan's Roses, and it was not easy because we have pages of notes of everybody's names and arrows pointing to who's with who. So congratulations, <laughs> right? I've I've diagrammed my I'm picture. Going not, I'm going to Not Scary Farm. Oh my god, that's so exciting! But no, seriously, <laughs> don't cheat on your wife that way. <laughs> don't cheat on your wife that way. How about just don't cheat on your wife? <laughs> She's bringing the whole world into it. No. <laughs> yeah, you can just do full no, stop. Don't cheat on your way. Full stop. Well, Jenny, thanks for listening to us. Hang on one second. Let's make sure get Jenny those tickets because she was, uh, yeah, she was great. Okay. <laughs> Could you, uh, Michaela, recite what happened? I can't. No. <laughs> she exactly. just doesn't want. Nope. She actually turned off her mic. <laughs> I think That's it would have been easier spirit. if we made it like as a, as a friend's reference. Okay, well, why didn't you chime in while she and I, since now we're struggling to reset this Hello, whole thing. Hello, we were drawing diagrams like over here. Chandler and Monica are like... Okay, no. Uh, no, no, too much? No, no. It's, too complicated? It's, the ship has sailed. Everybody is here. Seacrest with you. Halloween, two weeks from tomorrow. Partly sunny highs in the low 80s, 90s. USC got knocked off by Notre Dame. UCLA lost as well. The Rams... Beat Arizona and the Chargers play the Cowboys tonight on That's Monday right. Bolt Night Football. Up. I couldn't figure this out and because I wasn't paying too close attention to it, but Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs, and I thought he had to play on Sunday, but then he was on SNL. Then they went out to the after party and everything, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy's going to be tired on the gridiron. No, no, no. Could you imagine if he did have a game? Well, no. I, in my mind, that's how I'm trained to think. Like, it's a Sunday game. He's out. This is going to be crazy. Well, it was a Thursday game that yes, he played in. So he, he played, had a free weekend. Mm-hmm. Also, he played like, Thursday. I thought football was just like Sundays and Mondays. Now it's like Thursdays. It's all over and, the place. Yeah. Yeah. Always, we've always had Thursdays, guys. Oh, really? The, well, it's this also, was new to me. It's also as many nights as possible because it's such a cash cow. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do you want to? So Taylor, Travis, all over the place I this weekend. We There's a lot of movement. Touch on her movie for a little bit because Taylor's uh, Eras tour just dominated, as we all knew that it was going to, just shy of the hundred million, but still wow. pretty dang close, like just hovering close near it. Ninety six million, ninety seven million for opening weekend. It's still it's still being tallied as we speak, right? And in just three days, it instantly became the highest grossing concert film of all. Time. What's funny, I called two of my buddies who have teenagers, mm-hmm. and both of them were wait. One was waiting at a bar while his daughter and <laughs> friends were seeing the movie, and the other was waiting outside to pick up the kids while they were at them. Everybody yeah. was there. Well, you it, know it, what I was, was sweet about it is that is this brought together a lot of Swifties and people that actually went to her concert and saw it. Yeah. In person. And then it also brought the people that didn't weren't able to get tickets for her show. That it, maybe they were too expensive or they never were able to win them on the radio station or whatever. And so it was their chance to see the concert in full because that's but, what it was. Tony, you were there. What was the sense of community like? So our 
Our theater was lit. We had, and we were all dancing. It was actually very interesting because people were DMing me over the weekend saying like, all the theaters that they went to were very different vibes. Some people didn't really have a lot of dancing in theirs. Some had sporadic dancing and then others had just like total parties. Ours was like a full on party. People up and dancing. It's like a full concert. Taylor came and spoke inside our theater. Wait, go on. She did. She came into every single theater and spoke in all of them to like thank us. Thank all the fans. And then she called the fans. You guys are the main character of this film. Which I thought was really sweet. So great. I know. So let's go to SNL because nobody was expecting this. Okay. I I thought I did not see this coming at all. And based on their outfits alone from what they wore the rest of the night, I don't know that they were expecting it either. I don't know how last minute this phone call was for them to come into the cameo first. Yeah. So they they were were at dinner having sushi first in New York City, right? Exactly. And then all of a sudden they show up on SNL and they do this quick cameo. So, so the sketch is the NFL and Fox crews are supposed to be talking about football, but they can't stop talking about Taylor Swift. Let's get into the game and stop yapping about Taylor and her little boyfriend. Whoa. whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Boyfriend. Hold on there. No one said boyfriend. Let's not jump to conclusions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're hanging out. They're taking their time, and I think that's great. (laughs) Jimmy, I really have to disagree. She's in the luxury box hanging with Mama Kelsey, knocking back cocktails with Deadpool. Folks, they're official. Hey, 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 I'm just glad it's not Maddie Healy. Ooh, don't say that name. (laughs) Okay. It was I was like LOLing the entire sketch. It's That's like four Fox NFL. It's four skit. minutes. If y'all have time today, definitely check that out. Um and then it ends with Keenan Thompson throwing to a surprise appearance by Travis Kelsey. When we get back, we are going to speak with someone who actually wants to talk football. <laughs> yeah. Is. is that it? Yeah, me? Was the whole thing? <laughs> Just yeah me. Because I saw the clip and I was like, did they come back and talk to no, her more? No, they didn't. But when they come back, it was the musical performance by Ice Spice. And this is what we saw. Once again, Ice Spice. <laughs> that was it. That's Taylor. I don't know when that came together. That seems like it did come together at the last and, minute. And they're wearing the exact same outfit that they wore the entire night. So, so I'm saying, like, if this was planned, I feel like they would have had a different SNL outfit plus, like, a different going out outfit. Also, like, like it's, I don't know. Do you want to have soy sauce before you're about to go speak on live national television? It's like, <laughs> makes, it makes it hard to talk. I think this was a last minute decision and they were like, YOLO, let's just do it. They're I love totally it. playing into our obsession with them and I'm, I love them for I, that. I, I agree. I love it. And that skit was hysterical. It really that they did. was. Jenna, good morning. We're talking a lot about relationships this show and you're calling about your husband? Yes, I okay. am. Do I need my pen for this? How complicated is it? Your husband... Wants to name your yes. baby after his favorite TV character. Mm-hmm. A character? So not even like a person, like a mm-hmm. TV character in a fictionalized series? Yeah. Okay, what's That's the character? Right. Who's the character? <laughs> Rachel Green from Friends. Oh, yeah, you are cute. You know, I haven't met a Rachel lately. Well, why does he want to name your baby Rachel Green? From friends. Well, we both love the show. Yeah, we love it. I mean, it's like one of our it's our favorite sitcom. And I mean, he's like so desperate about making this our baby girl's name that it's like he won't even think about another name. It stands the test of time. I will tell you that. <laughs> sure. Would it be Rachel Green? Like Rachel yeah, Green would what, be what the middle the, name? Yeah. What would your daughter's name be? Yeah, like he wants the first name to be Rachel and the middle name to be Green. And why are you protesting it? Just to understand. I I just think it's a little much. I mean, like our last name being Smith, I guess it won't sound that bad, like Rachel Green Smith. But it's a a name from a character and it doesn't make sense to name your baby that. I agree. Is there a happy medium here? It's is there a, little, a compromise? Yeah, it's a little too spot on. I agree. It's a little, yes, I, I'm with you. And Tanya, you would, even though you love friends, you would not do this. First of all, I wanted to name my dog Rachel Green. Okay, that's not your daughter. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's okay. my first child. Okay, <laughs> Can no, no. We need to talk it's to you different. about names for pets and names for I'm kids. with it. I think it's so cute to name your child Rachel Green. What's I wrong like with it? Would you do it? Yeah. Would you name your son Ross? 
<laughs> Probably not. What do you have against but, Ross? But I like wow. Chandler. I like Chandler. You would name your son Chandler. Actually, it's a good name. Thank you. I'm just saying. You're I think welcome. it's a really cute name. So you, if you had a girl and a boy, you would name them Rachel and Chandler. Okay. And be will, okay with it. I will it. protest that. Okay, let's back to Jenna. Both. Jenna, back to you. I don't uh, hate it, Jenna. What's the compromise? I don't know. I'm doing January, so he's got to come up with at least a different middle Actually, name. Sissy, can comes- you do a homework assignment and send some names for them to consider? You're good at this. I could do a homework assignment for you guys. Um... I also don't hate Rachel. So maybe that's the compromise. Like you incorporate Rachel because you guys both seem to like friends a lot and you like the name Rachel, but you don't need green. No, we don't. So and maybe Rachel, and maybe Rachel yeah, and if it, and if you don't want it so spot on, maybe Rachel's not the first name. Maybe Rachel's the middle name. No, and Rachel Green, you could call her RG. Or maybe it's Rachel Verde and you do a Spanish green. Verde. Well, listen, we're tapped out on suggestions, but take it with a grain of salt what we said and good luck. Do what you guys need to do to make it work because you're having one in January and it's all good. Yes. Well, I think we'll be happy just to have the baby. So Absolutely. Okay. Well, Strong thank you and healthy. Much. That's all you need. I mean, what what is the compromise to something like that? Pick a show that you both like? Yeah. And the compromise is think of other names because more options will come to you and then you'll realize, oh my gosh, remember we almost named her Rachel Green? Would you name your boy Jason Priestley, Tanya? <laughs> Definitely not. Wow. Well, that yeah. show's not my thing. I almost did Dylan. I love the name Dylan after right. Dylan For McKay. For a boy or a girl. Because of the character named Dylan McKay. Oh, loved it. But we didn't. This show's so telling. What do you mean telling? Well, don't get defensive. <sighs> it's very telling. Why? Who's it? Like, what's the name on Love Island? What's the character there? <laughs> well, actually, it's funny. First of all, they're real people. Zachary? Yeah. No, they're real people. I was thinking about Meredith so Grey they for could a while. Be real people. Meredith Grey. Give me a name on Love Island. What's the name? Who do you like? You, Go over Survivor. What about someone in Survivor? Jam Jam? Mm-mm. Everyone, Jam Jam Rad. Today is Global Cat Day. I don't know if we got into that earlier. Oh. Today is Global Cat Day. I um uh, I never really connected with cats. And they don't I, bug me, but I'm not like a lover. Right? Like I just <laughs> every time a cat sees me or I see a cat, we have nothing. Uh, me too. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Some people really have. So and I have a friend who was all dogs and then they lost their dog and they went for a cat and now they're they're cat people. So I guess you can flip. I do like mm-hmm. I I grew up with a cat. I they don't I like cats. Um okay, so there was a a lot of we were talking about this earlier both uh Travis and Taylor made cameos on Saturday mm-hmm. night live over the weekend. They were also out for not only one but two dinners over yeah, the weekend back to in back. New York City I love and they that. Were, they were holding hands, right? The whole time. Holding hands the whole time. So it's the publicness of this relationship that has everybody talking. So for six years, while she was with Joe Alwyn, we saw them a handful of times. Like, I'm talking a handful of times. It was a very protected relationship, seemingly. Yes, in six years. And that's we've seen Travis and Taylor more than that. And it's been who knows how long they've been dating, but definitely not six years. So this is the first... (laughs) This is the first time that I can recall a man she's dated has been so public and put Taylor on a pedestal. So he has a podcast every single week. And on that podcast, he's talked about how she's a prize and that, you know, he publicly went after Taylor. Um, And I feel like every other guy that she's dated has tried to minimize it. So Mm. it's interesting because I, as a fan, always thought that that was Taylor wanting to be protective and quiet because after you know after blank space in the 1989 era i feel like that's when she really went private on a lot of her personal life because of all the talk was just about her dating life and she was just like i'm over it Mm -hmm. but now what we're thinking is maybe it was the guy's idea that she was dating to keep things super private because taylor's always been very open and transparent with us through her lyrics it's a little bit cryptic and we have to like you know she has the easter eggs and stuff but taylor has been very open and honest with us through her lyrics these whole this whole time do you know i i who knows there's a there, there are a couple ways to think about that that's a very astute point the other thing is they're both like in the middle of the public 
zeitgeist right now. She's done her tour. She's got her movie out. Like she's out. She's out in front of everything that she's doing. And he's on national television every week playing football and a podcast. Right. So it's right. kind of hard to dodge this one. It's kind of hard to, to cover this one up and hide this one, especially if they want to support each other's work in a way that you've seen her do at his games. So this is a different Which is also rhythm. and also interesting different nuance because remember Joe Alwyn wrote some of some songs like he he participated and he wouldn't even put his name on the songs. He went under like Schmorzborg or whatever his name but was. But also you know you know he is he's in a different line of work and actors many times they want to be more private whereas right. this guy's out it's his it's him it's right. his mom it's his brother on the other team they're they're yeah. in it, right and it's their brand. And, and also, might it just be too much work, right? To keep Let's, it private. To keep it private. It's just probably for those two, too much hassle yeah, and I not worth so the hassle. Too. They're just living life. And I didn't realize how enjoying this conversation is. Tubbs is actually so into it. He sat down to have a cup of applesauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never seen someone enjoy a conversation so much to break open a Mott's. I love it. <laughs> How is that? How is an interesting choice? Why applesauce today, Tubbs? Yeah, it's well because the oatmeal is coming out soon. Wow, it's sort of like my my appetizer. (laughs) Oh, that's great! You're gonna wet your palate there. Yeah, honestly, that does look delicious. That's that's how comfortable the show is. Tubbs Mm -hmm. literally just pulled up and was like, "I really want to hear about this. I'm gonna have some applesauce." (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had applesauce since I was in sixth grade, Tubbs. Yeah, I, know. I feel like yeah. a kid eating. Do kids, you want some cinnamon? My kids eat applesauce yeah. every day. <laughs> good stuff. This show always entertains me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Thank you for being here today. What an action-packed show. If you were to go back and tell Michael or Robbie everything we did in the show today, could you do it? I couldn't do it. Everything? Could you even remember the Ryan's Roses the way we should? Yeah. That I one maybe now. Yes. Maybe by now. Um, we're back tomorrow with a second date update. They met on Grinder. I'll tell you more about that at 7.20. Got a morning hack for you. If you walk into your home or a hotel room and smell this, you may have bed bugs. It's all I've been thinking about lately. Ooh, this That'll be at 6.55. And, of course, we're back paying your bills. Have a great day, guys. Take good care. Bye. Bye, Kiss. too. Well, I was ready for your one more thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. We ran uh, out of time. It's okay. Spell meringue. Tomorrow. Oh, gosh, you guys. <laughs> enough. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.